Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Dr. Samaria M. Colbert. Uh, I am the founder of Kingdom Creative Counseling. I'm a licensed therapist, I'm a published author, and I help people to get free spiritually, emotionally, and mentally free through Christ Jesus, okay? I use faith-based principles to bring about lasting change. So let's talk, right? We're going to talk about today, for those who are watching this via a different uh, platform, I'm going to upload this to my podcast for my inspiring therapists, those who want to continue to do the work uh, as well. So it'll be available on my podcast. However, today we're going to talk about a really good topic, something I know a lot about, and it's one of the keys to my success. We're going to talk about 2022 vision casting 2022 vision casting uh put how to accomplish your goals and manifest your vision grow your business and grow in your purpose every single year now this may come across as a flex right it may take it how you want but i'm someone who's accomplished a lot a whole lot and it's not because I, I happenstance or it's just because I'm just really, really smart. I'm not the smartest person. I'm not the most successful person. Um, I d- didn't get the best of grades. You know, I wasn't the worst of, of students when I was in school. When I was in high school, I was at best a B student. Like I, I have never been like someone, I'm just operating in my grace space. But one thing I have I can truly say I've always been determined and I've always been persistent and consistent. And that has led me to success and accomplishing a lot every single year. So let me, you know, it may come across as a flex, but let's just talk. First off, I've written multiple books. I have written close to 60 books that are published. Okay. I have grown my private practice. I have 10 online um, training courses. I do speaking engagements. I, um, I complete multiple books every year. I've completed my PhD actually um, in advance. Like I didn't, it didn't take me as long to complete it as I initially thought. Okay, for those who don't know, I registered ten years ago, finished all my courses, couldn't graduate uh, because of financial reasons. Re, re, you know, restarted the program ten years later. Blah blah blah. So uh, also, I am not social media known. So that means I do have social media. I have Instagram. I do have um, YouTube. I do do Facebook, but I'm not necessarily social media known. I think it's important to really say that. Hold on, let me turn the light. It's important to say that because people assume that if you're not social media known or if you don't have hundreds of followers, then you're not successful. I am successful. Again, and I'm not doing this as a flex. I'm telling you my resume, so to speak, so that I'm, I'm telling you that there's a strategy to this, okay? There is a strategy to this. Now, for those that think, oh, she lying. I got receipts, girl. I got receipts. <laughs> I do have receipts. If you go to my website, www.samariacolbert.com, you can look at all the things, I've, my books, my training courses, all that is at www.samariacolbert.com. I am a licensed therapist. I've been licensed for over 10 years. I got licensed in 2008. I started in the mental health field uh, before that, I think 2005, 2006, something like that. Um, so I've been in the mental health field a long time. And I've been fully licensed successfully in that every single year. So I say all that to say, not necessarily to brag because I'm not the type of person that feels the need to, um, I don't post everything I've accomplished or how much money I make or what I've done. I don't seek validation from social media. So a lot of people don't know some of the things I've accomplished. Some people do, but I'm, I'm telling you this because these are strategies that work. They are strategies from the father and they have been proven successful and, but it's not going to come without work and it's not going to come without be, having a strategy, having a plan. So I'm going to talk to you about how do you 2020, 20, in 2022, but in 2023 and 2024, accomplish your goals, okay? Every year I have accomplished my goals. 
And I've been able to accomplish so much because I have been really strategic about and clear about certain things in my life. Okay. And so um, again, if you, if you think I'm lying, if you think I'm lying, just go to my website and check it out. Again, I'm only saying that because people are like, she can do all that, whatever. You know what I'm saying? People think you're lying, but I got receipts. I'm not just saying it to flex. Also, you can think of somebody that I'm not. I don't say things to try to impress people. Okay. So um, I want to talk about what I do every year. And I'm also going to talk about mistakes that I see people make. I'm also going to, it's going to sound like a, you know what I'm saying? Like a dig but it's, it's truly not. I'm going to tell you about, how, so I'm so strategic about setting my goals. Like I only connect myself in a, on a personal level with people who are strategic about their purpose, their vision and their plan. If I discern that you are not that person, I really, because you become a distraction. Okay, it's gonna sound mean, but it's mine. this works for me. And if you don't agree with it, you can certainly do what works for you and that's okay. All right, so the first thing that I'm very clear about, I think you we all need to, you have to be clear about your overall purpose and your overall assignment. Your overall purpose is what God has put you on this earth to do, okay? Within that, okay, is the things that God wants you to accomplish every single year. Now, I don't have time to tell the story. I'm gonna make this real short. But over 20 years ago, when I started my freshman year, uh, I, re- I was attending a Bible study and the man of God began to teach about purpose and destiny, how some things only come through prayer and fasting. And so God, I wanted to understand why was I here? I was a little quiet girl from a small town that nobody nobody knew, no one really cared about. And I just wanted to know, God, why am I alive? Because I couldn't, you know, I can, I can sing, but I'm not a singer per se. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I thought I was decent and most things I didn't know what what my purpose was and so I had to become clear over 20 years ago what God had called me to but what my purpose is and you can only find that through the father you don't really find that through. I mean people uh, motivational speakers uh even your 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 friends or the people they can they can kind of inspire you but it's better to hear from the author's mouth. Who is the author? The author and the finisher of the first, the one who created you, the one who says to you, like he says, Jeremiah, before you were in the wound, I knew you and I created you for a purpose. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the, uh, says the Lord, plans are for good or not of evil. And so uh, I'm going to talk to you about difficulties, but li- uh, difficulties and why people uh, um, are not successful, but one of the reasons why is they're not successful because they're not clear. They're not clear about your purpose, your assignment, why God has put you on this earth. They're pursuing money. Never pursue money, pursue purpose. If you pursue purpose, prosperity and money will find you. It will find you. If you pursue money, you become a slave to it. But if you understand how it works and you understand the purpose by which you are called to draws money to you, that's a different scenario. Okay. This is why scripture says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. What I'm seeking, when I'm seeking the kingdom of God, right? And his righteousness, I'm seeking my impact and what God has called me to in this earth. I'm seeking the kingdom of God. That is my, my that is my motive. As a result of seeking the kingdom of God, then I become a caveat to his grace, to his mercy, and to his riches and wealth. Okay? So it is very difficult to maintain drive, 
focus if you're not clear about who you are and what you're supposed to do. I'm gonna say that again. It is very difficult. It is very difficult to maintain drive and focus if you're not clear about who you are and what and even who you are called to. Purpose was created by God. However, your assignment is a unique thing, a unique task or activities that God wants you to accomplish. Okay, I'm gonna say it again. Your purpose was created by God, but also your assignment, the tasks, the things that God wants you to accomplish are also assigned by him. When I went, went to college, I'm pretty sure my college graduates went, when I went away to college, our overall purpose was to get a degree in our, in our chosen field of study, right? That is the purpose, to graduate. It wasn't to go to homecoming, but just meet good friends, and you meet those people on the way. But our overall purpose was to graduate. The classes and the assignments in between that time was leading us to our purpose, which was, which was graduation to eventually work in the field. It is the same way with God. So it is on the earth is initiated. Watch this, initiated in heaven, right? So, uh, so, so you have to be clear about God. What is your purpose for me? That is what, what is my purpose for me? What is your purpose for me? And what are you assigned to do? God tells me, uh, different things to do every year, right? And I'm gonna tell you how I manifest those things. He doesn't tell me, God, and I'm, I don't wanna get ahead of myself, but God's not gonna tell us every piece to the puzzle. He expects our obedience. So God told me in 2020, and it carried over to 2021, this is be committed to education. He said, teaching and training. This is, this is my assignment. It's not my overall purpose, but it is what God had assigned me to in 2020 that carried over into 2021. So when I'm getting ready to write out what are my goals, what are the things I need to accomplish, what are the books that I need to write, they fall in line with that. I graduated with my PhD in 2020, okay? So um, the individual God, uh, the individual task God wants you to do will be will always be in line with your purpose. Okay, it will always be in line with your purpose. Now, a clear indication that I see this is another mistake people people see, right? Is they they're all over the place. These are the people that in the last ten years have probably changed businesses ten times. You were selling makeup, then you were selling hair, then you were selling. Uh, jewelry, then you selling real estate, you know what I'm saying? Then you, you know, you said they go from one thing to the next thing, next thing. And these people, even though they post a lot on social media, do not really have lasting success. At best, you have friends who support you, which is a wonderful thing. But you know, you have a sustained business. I'm sorry if y'all can hear the music. There's a, um, what is it? The little ice cream truck outside. So you may hear some music, but just ignore it. It'll be fine. <laughs> so you, so, so, so your friends at best, right. Support you. And it's good to have great friends that support you. That's wonderful. If you got that, that's great. But sustaining business are people, perfect strangers, people who know you personally are investing in your, your product or your service. Okay. Some of y'all just got a lot of friends. You got thousands of people on Facebook. Those are all your wonderful friends, but you don't have a sustaining product. You understand what I'm saying? But I just told that's not, again, that sounds mean, but I'm, I'm just telling you what I see because go for one thing. And so what happens is even your friends, they don't even say, they're not going to say it to you, but at the end of the day, be like, okay, we go again. They really don't take you serious in business because you're not serious in business. 
Like, you understand what I'm saying? And the reason why there's people from one thing to next 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 thing, they go, if they don't have any sustaining success, um, they're all over the place. They got from, they go from one job to the next, one business to the next. You got multiple things, you know what I'm saying, going on. It's because they're not clear about their purpose and assignment. Okay? Now, mind you, you can have multiple things going on, but when it's from God, there is a solid foundation that's the same. So for me, I have my private practice, but I also have written books based upon what I counsel people on, okay? Then I also have training courses because I train people to do what I do, okay? So then I have speaking engagements. I speak on the things that I'm already expertise or trained in, okay? So that, you see what I'm saying? So so, so I'm not bragging. I'm telling you that there's, you see how there's, a, even though there's different things going on, there's a foundation that's of the same and it kind of branches off from, from that. Okay, I um, I am really, really interested in business and finances now as well, because I've been in business for so long and I've been I've been not so long, but for some years now, I understand the backside of just having your own business because I have it. So now I'm, I'm branching off to into that. You, you see what I'm saying? So. Um, and then finances, okay? So when you are running a business, no matter how of a great clinician or whatever type of consultant you are, there's things like taxes and how do you manage your business? And then your business grows and how do you uh, take your money and invest in other things and invest in other things that are gonna continue to grow your money that may not necessarily be related to your business. But you see, there's a foundation. I may be doing multiple things, but there's an overall foundation that's still based upon a purpose and assignment. You gotta get clear. You gotta get clear. So again, so you seek God. That's how you do. How do you get clear? You seek God. You cannot seek people for your purpose. You can be inspired by that. And most of the time, people are trying to sell you a product or service. They're trying to sell you a lifestyle. Because that, 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 they know that that's your desire, but it doesn't really indicate your purpose. Like they can show you a whole bunch of money in a fancy car. You're like, oh my goodness, I, really, I got it in six. And you're ready to go. But it doesn't matter if it's not in line with your purpose. Okay. Um, so you begin to see God. Like I said, when I, my freshman year, 20, over 20 years ago, I know I don't look that old, but I, I I'm not old. I'm mature. <laughs> I'm mature hunting. Um, so when I begin to see God for my purpose, that purpose has been consistent. He began to, uh, he began to, uh, so I attended a Bible study. I, I prayed and fasted for about a week after that. And then I heard, had an open vision from God. And that open vision, and I heard the voice of God say, this is it, this is what I want you to do. This is someone who's very fearful. Um, I was still growing in myself and, and becoming confident in who the person God made me to be. So it's not like I was like, you know, an expert at hearing from God and I had this skill set. No, I just sought the Father based upon what I learned in church. And I'd encourage you to do the same. God will speak to you in different ways. Then I always have to speak to open vision. For me, it was open vision. And then it continued for like um, almost like three years because I didn't, I didn't believe it at first. I was so fearful. Uh, I didn't see God. God, I didn't see myself operating so powerfully in my assignment at the, at the vision God had given me. So he would give me another vision. Then I'll go to church and he would confirm it. Then he would go, you know what I'm saying? This is all uh, over. So God, God understands, right? So, uh, so when you have a vision, you want to take time, write the vision, make it plain on tablets. Now I still have my old journals from 20 years ago. They're in a bin somewhere, in a storage bin. 
I still have them. And I've seen how God has manifested those things. So I'm showing you all this. If you want to listen to this on the podcast, obviously you're not going to see. Y'all know what a journal looks like. So I'm holding up this journal. Every year I have a bunch of, not just journal, but I have a bunch of journals that I keep. I keep a journal next to my bed. So I journal every single day, but I also write down when God speaks to me. He speaks to me very, very clear. Now he don't have to say the same thing to me like he did when I was a kid, you know, three and four and five, you know, times, he tells me to the first time I get up and I write what God tells me. I write it down in my journal. Cause remember when God speaks to you, he does not tell you the whole thing, exactly how, when, what, why, when, how it's going to happen. He, he gives it to you in parts. He may say, go do this. Like when God spoke to me and he told me, um, he told me, when God first told me to do like training courses, right? It was like maybe four or five years ago. I can't remember. He said, I want you to do a training course. I said, okay, Lord. I didn't know that was a thing that people were doing. I said, okay. He didn't tell me how, but I started preparing and writing the book. It's called Couches and Conversation. That was my first training course. It was, <laughs> it was so long because I didn't know people didn't do them that long. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm used to being in graduate school and then getting a PhD. So they, they don't care about the length. You're not getting, you know, expertise in five, uh minutes you know you got to work so I, I did what i knew and then god eventually when that was when it was finished and i was able to heck out god i have had syllabus i mean it's like a graduate school course had uh, uh, uh you know gotten equipment all these kinds of things then god said the next step he sent the woman to my to me to show me how to do it okay so when god speaks to you he's not going to tell you everything but you write it down Whatever God, God speaks to me um, last year. I, my pop, my, I have a podcast as well. It's called Cultures and Conversations. You see how that goes? I literally heard his audible voice. So don't let anyone tell you that you were not going to hear God's audible voice. God speaks to each one of us differently. You may not hear his audible voice, but you can. You will be able to hear his voice. Okay? So when God speaks to me, I'm very clear. You cannot tell me about what my assignment is and what God said. That's why I've learned not to always tell people because they'll discourage God didn't really say that. Or they'll say, God said this and God didn't say nothing about that. You know, you heard, I had a relationship with God. He told me very clearly. Okay. So last year he said, I want you to do a, uh, a podcast just like that. I was in my bed. I was sleeping. He said, do a podcast. I got three o'clock in the morning <laughs> and, um, I started writing down my podcast. Now, I didn't, I didn't know how to do that. Cause I didn't, I don't, I know we would do podcasts, but I didn't, I didn't think that was for me. Like I wasn't my interest. Once God tells me I'm inter I'm immediately interested. I have a podcast now. I can't remember how many episodes we have. I want to say maybe over 20, but I'm just, that's a guess because I haven't counted. Now I have a podcast that people have, and I've gotten great reviews on that podcast. But again, I didn't know. So God, when God speaks to you, I know I'm repeating myself. When God speaks to you, just write it down. Sometimes God will, God spoke to me this morning about something he's getting ready to do. I'm not going to share that right at this moment because it's very personal but God spoke to me just as clear as day and usually for those I get up between three or five in the morning I used to get up at three and I'm praying and I go on to study for an hour or two first thing in the morning but when I what woke me up this morning was God speaking another thing is get ready to do in my life I said okay God wrote it down in the journal okay so always write the vision this is a biblical principle Habakkuk 2 2 write the vision Make it plain upon tablets. I'll talk about how those who come alongside you will be able to read those tablets. God is going to send people in your direction who are clear about their purpose and their assignment and y'all will run together, okay? 
that you run together. So warning, your kingdom assignment is not based upon what you think is best. I'm going to say it again. Your kingdom assignment is not based upon what you think is best. Okay? You don't assign it to yourself. God does the choosing. If you want God's success, you have to obey him. Listen, if you want God's success, you must do it his way. Proverbs 14 says there is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end leads to destruction. I used to have a, a colleague uh, in the field who would say, you just do what you want until you get a red light from God. And that is not the case. <laughs> the Bible says, acknowledge him in all your ways and he shall direct your path. You don't get on the path and then raise God and say, hey, I can tell you to do that. That's disobedience. You acknowledge God before you get on the path because there's it's always going to be a way, a person, a place, a thing that appears right to our mind, okay? It appears right, but it's not God. Uh, Proverbs 16, 19, uh, 9, or the 19, I think it's Proverbs 16, 9 says, man makes plans, but it's God's purpose that prevails. So God orders our steps and you are guaranteed success. I know this is spiritual. Y'all waiting for something deep. You are guaranteed success when you follow God's plan. You have to be strategic. This is another mistake I see. People, sometimes they get a word from God, right? They're excited. They get ready to run. If they don't see results in six months or even a couple of weeks, they're off to the next thing. As if God changed his mind. There are some things I've done, some books that I've written, some things I've done and I'm, that I've written years ago. I didn't see the results right away. I've, I've never been a, a immediate results person. But because I was obedient, I'm now reaping the fruit of it now. So if God said it, he's, he's not telling you tomorrow it's going to be successful. That's why people change businesses every six weeks because, oh, that wasn't successful. Move on to the next thing. Do, 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 do. And now you've now, instead of spending time growing and being planted and working the purpose that God has for us, you off to the next thing. Now you spend 10 years distracted. And I don't do know people who have spent 10, 15, 20 years distracted. They're 40 and 50 years old who have not accomplished anything, like nothing. And so you have to take an inventory of yourself and say, listen, God told me back in 1999 that I was going to be a great whatever business person, a great prophet, a great pastor, a great leader. Why is it I'm in 2021 and I don't see any fruit of the words that God spoke? There are Christians who have a poverty mentality, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, they do. And they also have a lotto mentality. They are sitting, waiting, doing nothing. And they're waiting on God in the great big mountain in the sky or the great big aha moment, lighting to strike them to say, oh, praise God, now you are successful, but you have done absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing. One of my favorite uh, authors, I think it's Lynn, Lynn Davis says this, God will bless the works of your hand and he will cause it supernatural increase, supernatural increase. But you got to have a works in your hand that you've been consistent and persistent on despite, despite great obstacles. Despite great obstacles. Truth is, I've completed my, my, my doctorate degree with great obstacles in my way. I had people coming against me, lying against my, uh, that had nothing to do with my, my doctorate program, lying against me, saying all kinds of just crazy things about me that had nothing to do with me. And it was so painful. It was distracting me from, but I had to focus my mind. 
This is this is not the end result. What this person has to say about me is, is their opinion based upon their foolery that they had going on. This is cannot, I had to say, Samara, listen, this can't stop you because we got a goal in mind. And I ended up finishing sooner than I started. I didn't really feel like I could celebrate, honestly, because I was just, just dumbstruck. But <laughs> I finished. And I took myself to the beach. You know, I celebrated. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to be you have to be strategic. You, you have to be strategic. Once you get those instructions from God, you write them down, right? And you plan a way to accomplish those. And you don't have to know exactly how you get it done. You just have to start. You just have to start. Now I'm going to show you my planner. Okay. Now this is I don't get I don't st get stuck to a um, a uh, particular brand of a planner. Some people you get you know you got to have the Aaron Conjun and, and the and and the real. I like thin planners. Some y'all do planners. Some y'all didn't be making real thick. I don't like thick planners. This is for the thickest. I don't know who this is. So for those who listen to this via my podcast, obviously you can't see, but I'm holding up a planner. Okay. So this is my 2022 planner. In September, October, God begins to speak to me about some of the things he wants me to accomplish in the year. Now, I'm clear about my overall purpose, right? I'm clear. About, I've been clear about that for over 20 years now, but I'm not. But every year, God has to assign certain tasks to me. I've had years where I've, I've written like six, five and six books. Now, when I was getting my doctoral program, I had to I had to prioritize. So I knew I wasn't going to really accomplish. I wasn't going to write any books that year. Or published anything that year because my because uh, or that whatever two year three years whatever I wasn't going to be as focused on writing a book uh, as I would have done previous years because I was going to be completing a doctoral program that was going to take up most of my time aside besides from you know running the business and all these other things okay so I didn't write as many books but I but I walked across I didn't walk across stage it was a virtual stage because you know COVID and it got canceled whatever whatever but the point I make with all this I worked across I completed so this is so anyway so you have to prioritize the prioritize excuse me is is the point I'm trying to make so this is my planner for 2022 now I have uh, uh colleagues in the field uh who get 20 the next year's calendar in July because I know you know school time's coming back I don't do that I tend to wait till September October I want a yearly calendar okay so after I'm clear I write in my journal what God has told me then I eventually when they when they come they when it, sometimes God will speak to me before the next year's journals come up but what he wants me to accomplish this uh, next year okay um and so I write it down in the journal now other things I do is and this is how I manage my finances very well um, I've gotten a lot better than that in, in the years to come. Um, God has spoken to me not only about certain things. Sometimes God will tell me things that are sort of random that have, may not have anything to do with anything. So, for example, um, I went and bought a whole bunch of Apple products. When God said, I'm getting ready to increase your business in a certain way, I need you to go do this, right? So there's certain things. That when I moved from one office to the next, that was a lot bigger. Sometimes God is, is preparing you for something and your ability to submit to the, the process right here and to be obedient right here sets you up because he's preparing you for a great increase in the next year or when God sees fit. So this is my 2022. I don't know who brand this is by. This is journal something, journal tastics, um, something like that. But anyway, I got it from Amazon. I'm not stuck on a brand. Just make sure it's, it's, it's thin because sometimes I'll, I'll take this in my work bag and I'll take it to my other office when I'm seeing clients in my other office. I, I don't like stuff that's real heavy. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I am a little bit of a paper snob, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. I'm a little bit of a paper snob. Don't, don't worry about it. Pray for me, okay? <laughs> so this is 
so I'm not covered up um, certain things, but because it's kind of personal, but I put here, this says 2022 goals. One thing I always do is I write down my goals and my goals when I just for my career is for my career, it's for my finances, um, for even vacations that I want to take. I'm very, I, I'm, I'm a planner because of that, because I know kind of how to allocate what I'm going to do. Like if I know I'm going to go to uh, Jamaica, okay, or if I want to travel overseas, if I want to just go to, I'm, I want to go to Dallas, something like that, I put that in my planner. So, and I try to allocate like how much it's going to cost for that, okay, if that makes sense. Um, I put in things for my business, like I have to continue to get my CEUs, I have to renew my license. Um, I have to also um, continue to work on my consulting business that I re recently started. So anyway, I have trips that I want to, so anyway, I put it all on here and this is my overall. So I have a yearly task that I need to accomplish, okay? Goals for 2022. Now, for those who are seeing it via YouTube, I, I do have it covered because it's a little personal uh, and, and that's that's just my business, okay? That's my business, like Tam the Brown say. <laughs> that's my business, <laughs> okay? And so, but I write that down, all right? The other thing that I do is that because I am committed to being an author and a, and a writer and a trainer and all those kinds of things, I write down the books. Now, I have it covered up, but there are a couple books that I need to complete. Um, there's one thing I did, I, I did, I didn't complete all the things that I wanted to do that two three books that I was working on. One was a manual. No, it was two. One was a manual. It was a workbook that the book was already out. And then there's another book that I was writing that I'm like halfway through. Um, I didn't get a chance to um, complete that. I'm just going through a lot, okay? So I didn't get a chance to complete that, but that's all my list. So in my notes here, I will write down some of the, the specific assignments that God wants me to do so there's goals which is one thing right but then there's your assignment the, my hold on i don't know why my um like is getting off there's my goals which is the overall and then there's assignment the things that i need to accomplish okay so then i write so i write that down also every year um you know my pastor is a very accurate prophet okay and so when he prophet or there's other prophets that i follow not a whole lot uh, some of them are just off and um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just telling it like it's his. Uh, and so I don't follow them. But when I, if I get a prophetic word for myself, when God wants to do what God is getting ready to do, um, my pastor, he gives us a, a word. And there's, I think, one or two other prophets that I follow that, that also are very accurate. And so if there's a prophetic word, I write, I still write down a prophetic word in a different book. Um, but when there are prophetic words that for are for me concerning my business, um, the whatever it is that God wants me to do, I will also write that down in my um, in my calendar. Now, obviously, for those I'm, you know, for those who are watching this currently, uh, we're still in 2021, so there's no prophetic word as of yet. There's a few bits and pieces, but not like a whole prophetic word. So when it's a prophetic word that's going to be concerning me, the thing I still put it in my calendar every year. It's really really helpful at the end of the year to be able to look like and cross over. So it's, a, again, for me, the prophetic words, God gives me personally for Samaria. What God is getting ready to do for me, I still write that down. I also still write down my journal too. I'm a journal, okay? The specific tasks and then prophetic words that are given during the year, okay? Remember, see how there's a spiritual aspect to all of this? After that, okay? It may sit for a while. Let me show y'all don't see my stuff. Don't be looking at my stuff now. I'll be looking at my stuff. <laughs> okay, you all know the calendar looks like. 
but um so there there are things i need to do within that month okay so i usually have to wait obviously until the new year so i really can't technically i can write down some things i want to do but um you know but there's certain things i can't do until i actually get up on it like in january um, I know that there's two books, my workbook and my book that I need to at least at least continue to work on. Okay, I'm going to work on it before then, but is it realistic that I'm going to finish it? It being what is it, November 28th? Probably not. Uh, I, I may, I could have really focused hard on it, but I'm going to wait till I'm going to give myself a deadline. So I give myself deadlines. Okay, and so in January I have a group of tasks that I need to complete. So and I break those tasks down into weekly goals that I need to accomplish. Okay. So those tasks are, remember, remember, let's do this again, yearly, that's based upon what God is saying, monthly, weekly. Now, some people do daily. I don't do daily as much because of my schedule. Right now, obviously, my schedule is open for January because it's November. But usually, I have my schedule for clients that I see, and that books up fairly quickly. If I get up on the week that it's not booked out, I can try to plan it out. But most of the time, those those sessions get booked out, okay? Um, particularly, you know, around this time of the year and also going into the new year to get booked out. So I don't like to say I got to accomplish this each day. Usually, if I give myself a weekly goal that this is, these are the things I need to do, um, then I, I can do it. I can get it done um, that way, okay? But if you know you have a set schedule and, you know, every day you can do that. Now, there were times where I would, I literally would I, I just go to work one day and then have my business then. Um, I had a plan and I, that plan was exact same. I would go, I would go to the gym, I'll work out, I would have dinner and I would write books till two or three o'clock in the morning. I'm not recommending you do that. I'm just telling you that you have to be strategic. Okay, so you write out. So I would encourage people to do this. If you don't have one, I have an electronic um, calendar. I still have a paper calendar. Okay, I also, you can't see this, but um, in the back of my uh, computer here, I have some whiteboards. And sometimes I'll still write down each monthly thing I need to focus on. So my mind is, I can see it when I go and sit at my desk. Okay, so if you don't have a 2022 calendar and it's November, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Go ahead and get one. Okay, <laughs> get one. Okay, uh, and you can get anyone. Um, you know what I'm saying? They haven't met five below, they haven't met Walmart. Y'all know where the calendar's from. They're Amazon, you know, go ahead and get one. Okay, um, and then write it down and then be committed to that. Let me tell you some of the mistakes that I see people make. One, they are not committed. They're not, they're not committed to being committed. They do not prepare. They do not prepare. See, this is one thing my pastor said. <laughs> he said, everybody wants your process. I mean, excuse me, let me, let me correct. They want your promise. They're not willing to endure your process. They just want the end result. They think that you got it easily. They think you just, oh, I just, just woke you just so you're just so smart. You know, you're so smart. And that's why you have this business. Oh my goodness, you know, you're so smart. Oh my God. No, it takes a lot. It was hard going through graduate school. Graduate school was not easy. It was hard going through my doctoral program. That was not easy, particularly trying to run a business at the same time. It was hard. It's not easy uh to 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 be that level of consistent. It doesn't mean it's it's the worst thing in the world. Oh my God. You know, it's not the worst thing in the world because when it's your purpose, it's a there's a flow to it. You get it done. It, 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 does, it feels it feels invigorating in some way because it is what God has purpose for you to do, but it's still not going to, it doesn't happen for lazy people. 
okay? So they're not committed to anything and they don't prepare. God will bless your preparation. And like I said before, and I'm going to say it again, oftentimes there is a, there is a great gap between seed time and harvest time. The seed that you planted is one thing. When you harvest the results of the promise is another thing. And just like when you plant an apple tree today, or, excuse me, an apple seed today, you're not going to get an apple tree tomorrow. But you plant it and you keep watering it and you keep growing and you keep focusing and you keep doing the next thing. You write up one book, write another book, write a, write, a, write a workbook, create something else. You understand? Create another program. Whatever it is that you do, it's okay if you don't see results right away. But don't go off and do something because they, you have you you get people get distracted and they never accomplish anything. And now your friends are your best customers, but you really don't have a sustainable business. That sound mean, but is it the truth? I'm not trying to be mean. I just, if I'm really passionate about something, I come hard. I'm like, you, bang, you know, I'll be, I just be hard. Okay. The other thing I see is that people don't use social media to their advantage. And they also go back to not preparing. Now again, I don't have a huge social media follower, but I do have successful businesses and things I got going on. You understand what I'm saying? But even I know with not having a whole lot of social media interaction, how to be strategic about social media. This is what I say. That I don't really understand this. I truly don't understand this. How do you say you got a business or a ministry, right? And then repeatedly on Facebook Live or social media live or Instagram live, don't talk about anything related to your business, or your ministry, or anything else. None of that. Yeah, you think on social media, doing a live. You got thousands of followers, and they say, Hey Jewelbug, how you doing? Hey, Lala, how you doing? Hey, Mama, how you doing? Our girl got to call you. Hey, Saints. Well, it was good seeing you. I don't understand. <laughs> These are personal conversations. This is why the good Lord gave you a whole cell phone, okay? You use your cell phone to call the people, do a group chat, a chat, something like that. You use your cell phone for that. You don't say I'm trying to have a business. You know what I'm saying? You got to do something. Yes, God is, yes, you know, uh, God will draw people unto himself and he'll draw people to your business. But you don't really put up no type of effort <laughs> to show anybody what you're doing concerning your business or your ministry. And you use social media like a, like it's, I mean, I'm saying, I, do what you want, do what you want. I'm just saying, it's just, it's just weird to me. Like literally on a consistent basis, just use people, hey, Praise God. Hallelujah. Hey, hey, uh, Apostle Boo Boo. How you doing? Yeah, I just, I was just praying about you the other day. Like, not using social media or messy on social media. You, you, you are a therapist, but you following gossip sites. You have a healing conferences, but you're always talking about social media, about somebody who did you wrong. You know what I'm saying? Real messy. You know, no. There's some things that are best left for your therapist's office. And if you say you're a Christian therapist, but you follow gossip sites. Yeah, it's a no for me. <laughs> so let me tell you, people be faking the funk. Anybody can get a website. Anybody can post on their social media because they ask you, what do you do? You can say, I'm an entrepreneur. They're not checking behind that. You can be anything you want to be on social media. Anything. 
out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth, at some point we got to get from wishbone to actually doing something. If I say I'm a real therapist, my therapist, my license is public record. I said it before. If I say I wrote close to 60 books, that's also public record because you can go to my website and count. There may be a couple of books that may have not been published, but for the most part, it's at my website, not on Amazon because all of my books are not available on Amazon, but you can go to my website and count how many books I've written. If I say I produce up to 10 training programs, that's actually, you can go to my website and, and see that. You understand what I'm saying? So I say all that's not to brag, but to say this is that... Um, people someone you saying you one thing and actually being that one thing is is very different and you can tell when someone is kind of faking the funk you know what i'm saying or they trying to embellish you're not really an entrepreneur now i do believe you ought to call things that be not as though they were i think you ought to call i'm a business owner i'm a successful business owner. i'm a successful you i do believe that you should say that until it manifests but you should be working on something that is going to get you there now they are like i said there's there's a there's a Great gap between seed time and harvest time, but your harvest time of waiting is not just doing another waiting on God to show up. You are you are being uh, um, intentional about your tasks you're creating, and eventually you run into a place called success because you. So when I started writing books, I didn't see success right away, but now you see everything, and now I'm being successful at it because of all the work I did behind the scenes. You understand? So waiting is not a time of just kind of sitting back and being distracted. Okay. The other thing I see people being doing social media, people who do, are more intentional about social media is they're not adding value. Like if you want to at least get on social media, at least prepare. Don't have five minute check-in sessions and then you're not really saying nothing. Say, I'm going to talk to you about how to live a wonderful life. And so you want to live a wonderful life today by getting up every day with the, <laughs> with the sunshine in your heart. Give every day, ma'am, sir. Like, no one's going to invest in your coaching program, your book, or your service, whatever you got going on, if you're not intentional. You you don't prepare for anything. If you're going to have a five-minute, 10-minute segment on social media, then you ought to be saying something. Say something. And you can tell when someone's not preparing. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so we're going to um, have a wonderful life and it's going to be, you see what I'm saying? You got to draw people in. <laughs> okay. Prepare. And if you're not prepared, don't come up. I, I literally had done some, some collaborative work with someone. Right. And I had prepared. They had not, I couldn't use their stuff because I had prepared and they had not. You understand what I'm saying? Again, I'm not telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, this is, this is consistent. I'm sitting there trying to carry the whole load. Cause they just didn't, they just showed up. I should have to tell you, like, we get ready to do this together. I'm preparing. Now you prepare. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that don't make sense. You will not be successful in a business or a ministry or whatever it is that you want to do if you're not preparing behind the scenes. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur until it's time to be an entrepreneur. Because they see your results. They see your results. Oh, you look, you living nice or you looking nice or whatever. And they want your results, but they, they're not willing to do the work. Okay. Okay. So the other thing we need to consider is where do we get distracted? Now, I'm full disclosure. I realized for me, even though I've accomplished a lot, I truly believe I could have done more, even though I did accomplish some things. Like I did publish 
like two books in 2021, but I could have accomplished more. And so in taking inventory of my life, and there's a time to rest, which is okay too. And uh, taking inventory of my life, when I looked at times in my life where I ever got distracted, it was the same two jokers, the same two people with the same drama, the same. I realized, it's me, that when I'm at peace, I am full of joy. And when I tell you I am on it, oh girl is on it. Whipping out things, doing the most. I can hear God like that. So I had to take inventory of people in my life and get, and get rid of distractions. Because they are dead weight. So that's mean. It ain't a Christian like the Bible say. Because we talk about Bible, right? Lay aside every weight and every sin that besets. What does that mean to be set to distract? I wasn't into no sin, mind you. I was just had people in my life that were a distraction. We don't live in the same stratosphere. What they got going on, I got going on two different things. When I cut them out of my life, guess what? Here I am, meeting my goals. <laughs> Can you believe it? So guess what? You have to take an inventory of everyone in your life or the times in your life. So this is my past totals. I think, I don't remember, like a year ago. So even after you meet your monthly goals, take an inventory. What have you accomplished? What, did you, what have you not accomplished? Why did you not accomplish it? Okay. When I did that, guess what? Clear as day, there it was. Don't God do it. Sometimes you don't need God to go sit on your bed and tap you three times on your shoulder and say, get rid of the distractions, my child. Sometimes you just got to do it. <laughs> so because here's the thing, this is why it's important. I meet people my age. Well, I'm 40, but <laughs> late 30s, 40s, 50s. How are you the age that you are at? Now, again, I, I understand age is not maturity, but there's something that you would have, should have accomplished by now. How are you in the same boat you were 10 years ago? I know people like that pre-pandemic. They had an exact same, the only thing that's changed is you got a year older. How are you still shouting over good or should have, could have, would have? You know what I'm saying? There's some people that in 2020 didn't even have to work. That wasn't me. I'm not knocking it because sometimes if you lost your job, you lost your job. But how, how, how? Unless something happened that was beyond your control, maybe you lost somebody. Maybe you were diagnosed with with the, you know what I'm saying, with the with the, with the virus, whatever, whatever it was. But there's some people they literally didn't have to work nowhere. I know someone right now, 47 years old, right? Didn't work nowhere. Didn't get sick nowhere. Could have found a job. Really could have found a job. Chose not to. Hey, that ain't my business. I'm just telling you like a T.I. is. And still ain't built a business. Still is at the exact same place that they were pre-pandemic. So time, chance, and opportunity happen to us all. But it's those who prepare to master their goals to actually win it. You understand what I'm saying? So where do you get distracted and why do you keep getting distracted? And listen, you could be on this, you could be on this merry-go-round, this merry-go-round for the rest of your life. I know, like I said, I know people 40 years old, 50 years old. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. I'm gonna start a business. I'm gonna start a business. I'm gonna start a business. Business ain't started yet. 
gonna write a book. I'm writing a book. I'm writing. I ain't write the book yet. Wrote the book. Okay, well, that was seven years ago. Write another one. Like it's it's not that deep. If you wrote one, write another one. Okay, because you that gives you multiple streams of income. It is in line with your purpose. Okay. Now this gonna sound me. I said it at the beginning, but just so we are clear, for me, everyone in my life has to have purpose. If I discern, y'all gonna like y'all gonna be like, oh, she me, because I don't want I don't you you know what I'm saying. Some people just hang around you because it's a benefit, not because they're trying to contribute to anything. People talk a good game. And I realize that sometimes I meet people all the time. Once I know that I'm kind of successful in my own way, I'm not like the best. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to say like I'm flexing, but I'm 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 on some level of success, right? They will embellish, or then they already become what they think I want them to be, and they try to impress me. I'm not impressed. I'm just not, I'm, stuff like that doesn't impress me. And so what I've learned is that for me, once I discern that you're really not about nothing, like cause keep talking a good game and act, I, see, I don't, I don't get impressed by talkers. I get impressed by doers. And so sometimes people want to impress you. So I bellow, oh, I have a business too. And I'm doing this too. They ain't really doing nothing. You understand what I'm saying? They ain't really about it. So for me, People that are in my personal life now, my personal life is weird because there are people that are like, there's colleagues, there's business professionals, there's collaborative people, uh, there's my clients, you understand what I'm saying? They're in my life in some way, not my personal life, but the people I connect with on a personal level, you have to, if you're not really about nothing and you, you're just talking a good game, I don't really, you know what I'm saying? I don't really rock with you like that. I'm, you know what I'm saying? And because you're doing nothing. I've had people like that. I've had people I understand I'm an entrepreneur. That's okay if you're not an entrepreneur. Don't try to lie and, and embellish. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or we need to connect. And what you really want is free time. Or you're my friend. No, you really need a therapist. I'm not your therapist. Not when I'm off. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to be strategic. Remember, iron shopping iron. Sounds like God will always send you people who will help you to grow. God sent David, Jonathan. You understand what I'm saying? Moses had a Joshua who was his, who was his like assistant. You understand? Elisha had Elisha who was his assistant. Okay. Jesus had his disciples who he could pour into, who then he could say, Hey, uh, I'm, I'm leaving here, but greater work shall you do. So he spent the years of his ministry pouring into them. He didn't just come to teach the people parables and to give them soliloquies and to heal them. That's the, he, that was a task that he, that he did accomplish. But he spent a lot of time pouring into his disciples so that when he left, they could carry on the work. And we are still recipients of that. So every person in my life has to have be strategic. And if I discern that you're not really who you say, I mean, you ain't really about that. Or sometimes we just had different things going on. Like you, you trying to do something, I'm trying to do something. We just, we're not supposed to be together. You understand what I'm saying? That's why I'm single. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Don't worry about all that though. Don't worry about all that. So, so um, you can get easily distracted. And there can be people who can be dead weight to you. And you have to just have those tough conversations. Like, hey, you know, I'll pray for you from a distance. Okay. <laughs> so be committed to having the right people in your life Amos 3 3 says can two walk together unless they are in agreement having the right people in your life will change your life but having the wrong people in your life will change your life 
for the negative. Other things I always do is I'm faithful to God. God will reward your faithfulness. He will cause you to have supernatural success. Okay. I wrote a book called that dagging. That's how God caused you will have seeds when you're working, you're working, you're working, you're working, you're getting the results, keeping faithful. Okay. You have supernatural success. How well am I able to do so much in so little time? Supernatural success. But I'm strategic about every area of my life. I'm very strategic. Okay. I'm very strategic. Okay. People, places, and things. I'm very strategic. I'm strategic about my finances. I know when I make $10 million, I know exactly what I'm going to do, which is to make $20 million. Don't, don't play with me, okay? Now, I ain't made it yet, so don't, don't worry about all that. I'm just telling you I have a strategy, okay? And I've seen just, just having a strategy and working the strategy and just really hearing from God. So what is your task? What is your task? I'm going to say this again. First off, your, your task, if you say, hey, Samaria, I, I, need, to, I need to be successful. I need to be it. Also, can, um, uh, let me go back. I'm sorry, y'all. Committing to higher education, committing to learning from people who've done it before you. Uh, if you, I had seats where I couldn't attend someone's conference or someone's um, personal development. So I would find free things. There's nothing wrong with that. I would read books. I would go to thriftbooks.com. Now I can't afford to do certain things and I still am always committed to my learning. I want to learn from people because even though I'm successful in my own way, there's always going to be someone who's more successful, who's done it better, who you can learn and glean from. So be committed to being a student. Okay. So even at the best level, YouTube, there's so much information that's for free. There's no reason why you say, I don't have anything to do. Even if you don't have the money to, to attend someone's conference, you can YouTube, you can read books. The library is still free. As a matter of fact, the library still has free resources that you can download to your laptop or your computer, okay? Or your tablet or your phone, whatever it is. There's always something, I'm always taking notes. I just study the Bible, but I'm always taking, the Bible says, study show yourself approved of work where you need not be ashamed, rightly divide the word of truth. Yes, that is about the Bible, but it also can carry over to other areas of our life of studying and preparing. There are, there are years, because I've been doing this for a long time, but I didn't really have, uh, I wasn't being seen by other people, but I was always studying my craft. Before I started my private practice, all the books that I, that I not wrote, but all the books that I, um, that I purchased were on how do you uh, manage care? How do you do billing? How do you start your own private practice? How do you do this? You know, how do you do that? And I, and I so a lot of times when I really finally started, I had so much information. I still, there's still a learning curve to every business that you have, but I had so much information because I, I had been studying. So your first task for those, it's never too late, but don't, please don't tell me that you are, you know, I heard somebody say this, I know, I know I'm, I'm done, I'm done. I heard someone say, well, no, nobody will ever help me. These people want to do things for free. You're not helping yourself. That sounds mean. But why be mad when someone doesn't want to help you when you're not helping yourself? People are not obligated to their, to, particularly when they're busy and successful. Now. Like, I'm not sitting around twiddling my fingers waiting for somebody to call me. You understand what I'm saying? I am busy. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not busy with, like, random stuff i'm busy with with being intentional strategic if my schedule is not blocked out from, from from this time to this time i got a plan for what i'm gonna do with that because then i'm saying i'm going to finish right up oh i'm going to study more about this or read my word more i'm strategic so no one you don't your your help is not always in the hands of other people 
oftentimes when people see your effort or when God sees your effort more importantly, then he will send people in your direction with the purpose. The person that I know, well, I don't know him personally, but I know the person, nobody will help me. I'm like, well, you're not helping yourself. That's number one. And number two, you kind of shady. So no, you see those, I know that's me. So get down on your knees to God. I want this thing to happen for me. What am I, what, what do I need to do? I had times where God said, Samaria, I'm preparing you. And I was still had to do that. I still had to write that book. I still had to study. I still had to do things. I'm preparing. He said, even though you've done everything that other people have done and they've got successful, when it's your time, it's going to fall into place. And guess what? It has been falling into place. So get down on your knees and be committed, one, to prayer and seeking God. There's something that may not come to you unless you fast and pray, God, what is my purpose? What do you have me to do? Now, because I have a relationship with God, so much more than I did when I was 17 years old, uh, over, over 20 years ago, when I think about it, um, I, God, don't have, I can hear his voice just like that. Whether we do a dream, do a vision, just like that, I get up and I do it. So when God speaks to you, and he will, He's not going out to afraid. He's not out to be uh, to 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 scare you. You know, my pastor, not my current pastor, my pastor when I was like 14 years old, he said, if you if you see God and you hear a big booming voice, my child, come forth. You know, he said that ain't God. God is not out to scare you. Sometimes God will speak to you in a still small voice. Sometimes it'll be a dream. He'll always speak to you in a way that's clear to you and that you understand. Now the enemy come may come outside you through that base of fear. Say, like, God ain't really say that. Who do you think that is? But remember what God says, he said it. And when God says it and you commit to it, he is the one who will accomplish it through you. But you have to be a willing participant. And there's no such thing as late as there is no such thing as a lazy, successful person. There's no lottery for the saints, okay? As a matter of fact, the people who won the lottery, most of the time they lose it because their mentality never changed, okay? We're not waiting on the big uh, blue, uh, something in the sky. We're not waiting on the lottery. We're not waiting on our big old day of success, okay? We're being strategic and then God will honor our faithfulness by opening up the windows of heaven and pour you out multiple blessings that you want to have room not to receive. Get down on your knees and say, God, what do you want me to do? What is my purpose? And then what is my assignment? And then what do you need me to do in 2022? You can start now. After that, when God speaks to you, you don't have to get this journal. Um, these little $5 journals, I have bunches of them I got from the family dollar, okay? <laughs> I love them. Um, anyway, get you a journal, have it next to you, have it in your bed or next year, not in your bed. If you want to have it in your bed, that's on you. And in my business, uh, put it next to you with a pen on the side. Okay. And when God begins to speak to you, always, always write it down. Always write it down. Okay. Always write it down. Be kind to strangers. Because God will send people, once you complete one task, God will send people in your direction who have what you need. There are people in life that I knew how to launch their business. I knew how to launch whatever it is they had going on. I knew exactly what to do. They were so ignorant. They were so nasty. They were so rude. They were so passive aggressive. In this lifetime, I promise you, I will never work with them again. 
It does not mean they'll be successful. It just means that I'm not the person that's assigned to them. Remember, be strategic, but be kind to everyone that you meet because you never know who the people that God will send into your life. Write it down, okay? After you get that, you, you should have a calendar. Now, again, I do have an electronic one. I have another scheduler that I use from called EMR for my, for my um, practice. I'm not talking about that. Okay, I am talking about your overall purpose uh, uh, planner that has to do with what you need to accomplish. Okay, and write it down. What is your 2022 goals? Remember, God didn't have to tell you the when, why, how, and when, and, and where. Just write it down and then be committed. Remember, remember, I said that God's not going to give you the end from the beginning all the time. He's not going to tell you exactly how it's going to happen. Okay, I'm lighting on y'all. God's not going to tell you all exactly how it's going to manifest, but it will manifest and get to work. Get to work. This is how I've accomplished so much so much because it's one thing you may not outsmart me you definitely may not outrun me but one thing about me is i thought and i mind my business stop minding other people's business you do not have to you are not successful in your own way i don't care how much you claim to be and you mind other people's business okay gossiping about people you people got people who are successful don't have time to gossip you cannot be ratchet and then expect god to bless your mess be honorable. God blesses your honor. After you do that, what's not what's my smart goals? You can Google what smart goals will, but start them. This is how I became successful. This is how I've written so many books. This is how I started my private practice. This is how I learned in personal development and and um and building podcasts every and I continue to post to all of these platforms and, and including having a business, including uh, growing my money, including all that. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you, like, it does not happen by happenstance or just because or by coincidence. Okay. All right, y'all. Uh, my lighting is weird. But anyway, so I'm Dr. Samaria M. Colbert. I'm the founder of Kingdom Creative Counseling. You can check me out. Um, again, my so my just my website in general has most of the things I've done is www.samariacolbert.com. That's S A M A R I A C O L B as a boy E R T, like Stephen Colbert is Samaria Colbert. We're not related, by the way. SamariaColbert.com. If you want to check out my business on my private practice, www.kingdomcreativecounseling.com. That is one word. Um, and also my training program is www.transformingchristianleaders.com or as trainingchristianleaders.com. Uh, All right. Well, we'll be, next, we'll be back next time. Uh, I don't know when that time is, but we'll be back. All right. <laughs> Bye.